I got your replacement for you. Who? That Polinsky kid? Now, me. Till we get this guy. You're in retirement, Jimmy, remember? Fred, the bomb to kill Blanket, it was made from scratch. The guy distilled the info himself. How do you know that? I tasted it. Now, Franklin is not ready for this guy. Now, Franklin is not the only technician we got. Hey, you got a blaster out there. A real one. The ducks are on the pond. I'm the one you want it to play. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Greater good. This is episode 234, and today we're talking about Blown Away. First of all, before I do my normal intro stuff with the nicknames and the whatnot, I just want to say Happy New Year. It is the new year, 2019. This is our first episode of 2019. And somebody on the podcast recently had a birthday. So I just want to say birthday, Sam. It was fun. Yes, it was. Hanging out with you. It was really cool seeing what people at 60 do for their birthday. Um, Yes. (laughs) It has a lot to do with prune juice. Yeah, a lot of prune juice and... um, yeah. Thanks for letting me carry your catheter bag around. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, buddies. We, 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 had a, we had a good time. Um. And so uh, go, to, go to our Facebook page and wish Sam a happy birthday or something. Um, yeah. All right. So anyway, I am. Uh, oh, and another note. I just want to say this. Um, our podcast is as of actually today. Has been canceled As, by the FFA or whatever they are. I should have posted this. Uh, our podcast is now celebrating its fifth anniversary. Wow. Uh, fifth? Yeah. It's, it's five. Holy crap. Uh, so, uh, right? 2014 is when we started? Good Lord. Yeah. I think that's right. Uh, I mean, I know that's that math is accurate. But, Trump uh, has had marriages shorter than this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm um, that's that's really cool and exciting and um so happy anniversary to us. Woohoo! And the last thing I'm going to say before we get actually into again the show itself is uh it's not that big of a deal for probably most uh podcasts, but it it's a big deal to us. Yeah, it's 24 I'm checking the email. Yeah, it's 2014. Is uh, we've hit twenty thousand downloads as a podcast in our lifetime. Yeah. So, some shows are like, yeah, we do that in a weekend. Um, <laughs> we don't, and that's fine. We do it in five years. It took us five years <laughs> to get twenty thousand downloads. Um, whatever it is, what it is, I'm happy for yeah. it. I'm proud of that number, and uh, I thank you for listen who listen for hey, Sean. part of that. Yeah, 
Hey, Sean. Hey. Can I say that I'm blown away by the support? You you can say that. And in fact, I encourage it. Um, I really do. <laughs> um, so with that all having been said, I am Sean Allred. And joining me tonight is Andrew Diffuses Bombs by Ripping the Duck Apart Jimison. Just, yeah. Just don't even attempt to try anything smart. Just grab the duck and rip it apart. Right. And Sam... <laughs> What part of Ireland is that accent from, Vector? Well, I think the yeah. Russian part in it. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sean, yeah. I mean, with so many different ways to kill you, mm-hmm. I, I'd have to say I, I would shoot you with the little play arrows until one finally pierced your skull. Play arrows? Where were their play? Remember the oh, arrows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he stuck all over the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. I, I, yeah. That'd take a lot, don't you think? Like... That would be so much fun. Thousands. I wonder how many. It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie roll? Yeah. Pop or tootsie pop? Yeah. It'd be like how many play arrows would bounce off Sean's head until one goes through? Weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to do the math on that. Um, I still kind of feel like it would be n- 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 never. Um, never. No. Oh no. Those are rubber. No. Just kind of like unless you even uh, a drop of water can cut through rock. With enough time. Yeah, I mean, we're talking hundreds <laughs> to thousands of years. I mean, yeah, well, eventually I mean, the plastic arrow will go through Sean's head. Uh, anyway, I still don't think so, but that's fine. Um, uh, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie. Uh, blown away. This is 1994's. Uh, Andrew, moving the microphone. Um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not settled. <laughs> very very unsettling. Um, Andrew, yes, Andrew was. Uh, 1994, Blown Away, starring Jeff Bridges and Tommy Lee Jones. And um, first of all, the poster for this movie kind of sucks. Um, yeah, oh, I haven't even looked at the poster. It's just two angry white guys. Um, oh, that's pretty much the movie, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess you're right. It's, um, they've got some. They've got Forrest Whitaker, of course, but. Yeah, and then the other guy. Well, black guy does die first, so we definitely have that uh, going for Gracious. That, that wasn't me, then. No, that was Sam. He's <clears throat> still dying from a cough. Oh, yeah. And, I, uh, I caught something on my birthday weekend, and uh, I'm still paying for it. Yeah, if we would have done this show um, last week, and we, we weren't, but if we would have, uh, I would have been coughing so much. I, I didn't have a voice yeah. for a couple of days. Um, but anyway, um, so I guess hopefully yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've given Andrew enough time to pull up the IMD page and, uh, and to figure, uh, unless he's still unsettled, because he's moved his microphone three more times since I called him out on it. Yep. <laughs> Although I did mute myself this time. I appreciate that. And you've moved your computer. We're now looking at yep. a different wall. It's nice. Yeah. Uh oh! Do you want to know what this movie is? If you don't mind, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, well, hold on because this is a long one. Okay, I'll, I'll tell an you. Irish bomber escapes from prison and targets a member of the Boston Bomb Squad. Done. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's actually a pretty concise. <laughs> All that's on IMDb. It's actually pretty concise and accurate, honestly. Um. <laughs> So I put this movie on the list because when it I saw that it was streaming, I got excited, and I had a lot of kind of fond memories of this movie. This was one of the movies that I watched a bunch when I was 
in middle school and high school. And I remember the boat exploding at the end just being really cool and, and how the, the, big, yeah. the big Rube Goldberg in order to make the bomb work was really cool and intricate and um, useless. And um, I, I really, I used to really enjoy this movie and I, it's probably been 20 years since I've watched it. And yeah. un- unlike a fine wine, this has not gotten better with age. Totally agree. Um, this was my first time watching this. Yeah, I like. Oh, it. interesting. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd never seen you. it. I'd love to hear your. Take. And <clears throat> as much as things were dated, I still had a good time with it. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. So I don't know. I I was I had such a good time. I expected that again. Kind of. Like, I'm kind of with Sean here, where it was. It just in my mind, it wasn't as thrilling or suspenseful. As when I watched it back in the '90s. Sure. No, I get that. I mean, of course, whenever you have a suspense movie and you know what is and isn't going to trigger, um, um, I'm going to go ahead and say this up front and and beginning. I still love the scene. So the scene when when Garrity is on Tommy Lee Jones is on the phone with Jeff Bridges, and then he finds out that he's at his house, right? And you, the audience, know that he's at his house, and then the wife and kid come home, and the camera keeps like. You keep like close up, closing up on all these things that might trigger a bomb, and and this the suspense there still works in my opinion. Like the kid's gonna, you know, she's lighting the oven to make for the bread, and she keeps pulling, turning knobs, and opening doors, and turning on light bulbs that all you know the sound is amped up so that you can hear it, and that still works for me personally. <laughs> um, did that did that scene kind of work on you, Andrew? Or yeah. Um, I mean, there's not, I mean, other than the really outdated technology, uh, <laughs> the, the whole movie really worked for me. Yeah. But yeah, that's been, that scene was really good. Yeah. I'd, well done. Maybe since I knew kind of the ending, I knew that's not what happens. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't, uh, you know, find it as suspenseful. I mean, I enjoy that kind of stuff. It certainly adds to the atmosphere, but that's that's like the first time viewing type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it it's not a movie that that really works when you've seen it 16 times or whatever. But uh, that scene still worked on me. I there's some stuff that I still like, and I don't, you know, that it's it it when I mean that it doesn't age well. Yeah, obviously the technology is old. He's got a beeper and. His cell phone is is gigantic, and the computer she's using individual letters are taking up an entire byte, and the thing only has like three hundred bytes of <laughs> of data before she blows up. And um, <laughs> I mean, and that's actually yeah, you got to give uh, you know the boyfriend some from some props for for being able to create a bomb to put into a computer that can tell that when a hard drive is full. I mean that's yeah. that's clever. That's difficult. Um, so. Especially back in uh, 1994. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but that, you know, what I believe the reason why I couldn't enjoy it this time hmm. was because you were dying of whatever thing you caught on your birthday. Maybe that was part of it. You know, that might have been some of it. But what really irked me was was Tommy Lee Jones's uh, performance. Yeah, his accent or his performance. Well, accent and 
it reminded me way too much of his Two Face, uh, Batman and Robin performance. He's just not a great bad guy. He's not, and he keeps getting no. these bad guy roles. And I think like he thinks all, all just bad guys just have to be insane. Yeah, like just crazy, over the top, ridiculous. I mean, I I don't I don't know any people that make bombs, but I kind of feel like they don't act like that. I feel like they would be more calm and collected and and plotting, and he just he seemed too insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now that I've I've grown and experienced life a little bit more than I did in the nineties, I I see, you know, the backstory was that he was the leader of this crew mm. that Bridges was part of, right? Mm. Yeah. And I just can't see Bridges being part of a crew with him as a leader. Well, remember Bridges even said he was a kid. Like he he was recruited like at fifteen. Yeah, but still. I mean, but yeah, I mean, when you're that young, you you just this guy comes up to you and says, "Hey, I I have a dream of, of a free Ireland, and and this is what we're gonna do." And he teaches him how to do this stuff. I mean, he would idolize him. I get that. Um, I just don't understand how someone that crazy could have a crew. Yeah, yeah, it could keep a crew together um, of of bombers. I mean, like I know the Joker is insane, but his he gets his crew through fear and manipulation. Um, and because he's genuinely terrifying, Tommy Lee Jones doesn't, no. he's just weird, you know, but anyway, um, and did he really need to kill his, his, uh, cellmate? I think so. Right. Uh, couldn't he, I, couldn't he have I been like, Hey, hey dude, let's, off guard. yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, lay on the side of the mattress while I blow this up and we can both escape. I'm trying to remember. Did he need like his blood on the pillow? Because didn't he pour the blood or something on? I know he used the stuff inside the pillow. Yeah, he did pour blood on it for some reason. It, it looked like blood. I mean, he so he, apparently he, blood he, is uh, flammable. Flammable, I guess. I mean, in the he, '90s, yes, <laughs> everything was flammable in the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> There's actually up. explodium flowing through your vein. Yep. Because he 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 horks up a little condom of. Some kind of accelerant, like gasoline or kerosene. It can't be kerosene, but like gasoline or lighter fluid. Something. That he got, I guess, from the kitchen or something. Um, yeah. And then and then he uh, he's able to take the bed apart and make basically a gun from some other kind of explodium thing. Yeah, it's like a shotgun with nails or something. Yeah. I mean, his, his, I mean he had a pocket knife, like a full <laughs> pocket knife. Like for a guy who... Is in a prison. I mean, maybe I'm under. Well, it is in Ireland. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm under uh, estimating what criminals can get into prisons in Ireland. But I mean, he all but had a, a sledgehammer and a gun. I mean, like, yeah. Um, it, it it seemed a little strange, but then again, Andy Dufresne had a rock hammer. So who, what do I know? We had time. Um, can Can I ask a question? You Not you guys have seen this before, but. Yes. When, when you're in the bomb squad, yeah, and you are sent in to defuse a bomb, is it your first instinct instinct to take a reciprocating saw and saw into the bottom of a desk where there's a bomb on top of it? <laughs> I, I guess he knew. Perfect. Don't don't forget angle finger. 
Yeah, perfectly saw the the quarter inch that it took. Yeah, to get to it and right exactly where it was. I mean, it was perfect. And not only that, but he sawed through the desk, and I either either the bomb maker left the bottom panel off of the computer, <laughs> yeah. or he sawed just the bottom plate of the computer off as well. That's yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, you know, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's pretty accurate, um, especially yeah. when you're just in your Hawaiian shirt and. Um, <laughs> Not to mention the uh, the robot fingers. There was what was it she had to type? Uh, love, like, like, love you, L U. Love you, L. Was it L U V U? Yeah. But the the computer had three fingers. That's all you need. It's only three letters. L U V. Oh, L U V. Okay, never mind. Yeah. It's a good thing it wasn't I love you, Y O U. Yeah. And then that then then Manfred would have been screwed. (laughs) I do like how that 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 Manfred was a trope, right? Like uh 90s technology isn't quite good enough yet, so the robot comes in only to act as a distraction. You know, it's like it's only there to, to give you hope. And then, <laughs> then it literally kills you later on. Um, so anyway, um, I, I I took a lot of notes on this movie because it was well, it was fun. Um, what I wrote, good thing he was on the first floor. Oh yeah, when he blew the blew the wall open, he didn't have to jump out anywhere. So good thing he was on the first floor. Um, and then my next one was back when smoking on TV was cool. Um, we yet we hadn't yet hit. About mid late nineties, like ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, when basically Hollywood said, "Hey, let's not only bad guys can smoke on TV, yeah, um, on movies." Um, and then then I did write, "LOL, small computer hard drive that fills up with a Word doc." Um, anyway, <laughs> so, um, okay, so the things that really worked for me in this movie. I mean, really worked for me. Obviously, the big explosion at the end was really cool. Yeah, I actually thought the the scene with the jeep at the end was actually kind of cool too, because yeah. see, imagine how difficult that would be. Because your instinct is to get hit the brake. Yeah. Now, granted, you it, could gear down. She tried. I, she did try, and she said the transmission doesn't isn't moving because she tried to to do that. Because that would have been my first thought is. Just put the push the clutch in. Yeah, gear gear down, or and then start like I'd start scraping into things to stop. Yeah, I guess. Um, so that yeah, but uh, you know that that scene still kind of worked for me. The only th- I mean, there's a couple things that really kind of annoyed me, other than just Tommy Lee Jones' performance. But in most movies like this, the hero gets to to kill the bad guy, you know, like really is able to, you know, exact either his revenge or, or whatever. But in this case, Bridges just, he just runs away and Tommy Lee Jones is just left there to be blown up by his own bomb. It seemed kind of not satisfying. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I kind of felt the same way. I thought, well, I guess that's how he dies. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't very satisfying. I I was I the entire time I was watching the final fight 
you know, were those two. I thought the fight itself was good. Yeah. In terms of the physicality of it. But I kept rolling my eyes at the Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. You know, detonating this bomb. What was the point in having so many crazy ways for this thing to blow up? He was he was very much a comic book bad guy. Yeah. You know, there's there's no there's no real world uh terrorist that's gonna have a set of marbles to set his bomb off. I mean yeah. he's gonna use those marbles in the bomb to fly use a shrapnel. And, yeah. And again, what was the purpose of blowing up the boat? The the, yeah. on, the only purpose was is he was trying to because he knew he was going to lure him there eventually. That's why he used the, the, the not croquet. What's the word, Sam? The 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 thing where you spin roulette. That's the word. Roulette. I knew it was a French word. I just couldn't think of it. Um, <laughs> croquet. Yeah, because croquet ball. He used that roulette, you know, ball, um, whatever it's called. But here's the thing: the police were on that beach next to the dolphin ship. He went on it, and. Remember? He never saw. Yeah, he never saw it. He never. Well, remember, he went. So he went weird. on that boat specifically, and then got called away to do because of a bomb. Yeah, uh, on the bus. So, <coughs> I mean, he was there, and of course, you know, more of the whole suspension of disbelief. Like, did did Garrity like call the phone company and run a, a landline out there because he had a landline? Yeah, yeah, had a landline and power and. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Well, TV, I, I'm okay with him just picking up a broadcast. It wouldn't be well, that that's true. It wouldn't be yeah. that unheard of for bunny years in a broadcast in '94. But you're not wrong. The whole place had power, ample power. Yeah, it um, wasn't like a generator. Yeah. And he was siphoning gas. I, I, okay, fine. It's his, his secret layer that he has to blow up. But um, the machine was cool how it blows up. But again, what, yeah, what was the point? Need. There was no point. Because yeah. it wouldn't be like he builds it and then he would have watched it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. he would have been walking alongside it going, oh, good, that part worked. Oh, good, that part. Oh, good, that part worked. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. You know, it's just... It, it, it was, yeah, and part of me thought, well, maybe he did that to save some time for him to get off the ship. But yeah. at the same time, any bomb maker could just add a timing device. Yeah, I think it was more of... of the movie's way of saying that he is so brilliant and how he can make a bomb that he can make a bomb out of a child's toy and all these other things to, to make this thing explode because he just wants to show off. I mean, what is he doing? His, his whole existence is plotting his revenge on, on bridges and then and building yeah. his, his masterpiece. Right. So, um, but it was a really cool explosion. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah, it was I, big. It's still my favorite. Did you read the trivia, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yes, Sam. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, years ago, they had a... Back when like MTV or VH1 would do like top 10 moments from movies, and they did a VH1, it was like top 10 greatest explosions, and that was number one. That scene, oh, that wow. boat was number one. I mean, this was probably back in like 96, 97, 98. <laughs> so, but you would have had movies like Independence Day in there and um, and some other good good blow-ups. And that but that one was number one. I just remember, I remember that scene as a kid watching it with my dad. Like, 
Dad, <laughs> I'm upstairs playing with my Legos. Because 94, I would have been, if, if Dad had gotten on VHS even later that year from Blockbuster. Um, <laughs> in 94, I mean, I would have been 12. I remember Dad specifically like calling me downstairs, turning up the his sound system. Because Dad had a really good sound system back then. Uh, nice he big still boss. really does, though. Well, now he's got an incredible sound system because he's retired and has the money. But um, uh, watching that scene on back then when we had a quote unquote big screen TV, which was a 32 inch Sony. Um, nice. Yeah, and we, we were the, the AV central of the neighborhood. If you wanted to watch a movie, you came to my house because I had a 32 inch TV. <laughs> um, which is just fun to say because the monitor I'm recording the show on is 28 inches. So, I mean, <laughs> anyway. Um, my point was is that it seems still, it seems, that scene still holds up. I don't, I mean, I know the scene. It's real. Where, it's not CG. Yeah, no, it's real. And there are two real people running on that, on that pier. Yep. Now, obviously, when they show the actors' faces, that's obviously very green screened. Um, and I didn't care. It looked a little cheesy. I, did, I didn't care. The rest of the scene was good enough. You know, and again, those those are two, these two poor guys. I mean, again, that's a scene you do one time. You get one take. <coughs> yep. Make sure all the cameras are rolling and you do one shot. And the trivia that Sam was uh, was mentioning was that the shockwave from the boat shattered dozens of windows in East Boston on the other side of the harbor. In Boston. Yeah, yeah, I can't do a Boston accent. Anyway, um... I did write for some reason. One of the music in this movie kind of always reminds me of the last Starfighter. <laughs> I don't, don't know why. I also wrote. I, I did don't, notice the music was pretty good for this one. Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Was at it all. Alan Silvestri? Is that what I saw? Yeah, Alan Silvestri. This is uh, a few years after his um, um, Back to the Future run. Yeah. So, did um the wife? Yeah. Girlfriend. Yep. Was she pretty much everything in the early nineties? Was she? Was she in a lot of stuff? No, I, I it felt like maybe she she was in a lot of things. I don't know. I'll have to look. I I didn't know suspect. Susie Amos? Amiz? Amiz? Oh, I forgot she was in Titanic. Uh usual suspects. She stopped acting in ninety nine. That was her last <laughs> Uh, yeah, Titanic was one of her last things. Um, she would have been the mom, right? I think it was the mom. Usual suspects blown away. Something called. Oh, she was in. She was in Twister. Oh, wrong. That's mm, a different Twister. Yeah, 1989's Twister. Twist and shout, you know. Uh, two small bodies. Honestly, I've. I don't really know her from anything else. Yeah. Oh. I think she's done very much. I don't know what the I don't know what fan. I don't know why she, but she just looks very familiar to me. Yeah. Like I've seen things. No, I get that. She she does kind of have a an every girl kind of look to her. I mean, I've never heard of Cadillac Ranch. Uh, I mean, I've seen the Usual Suspects. Nadja, Nad Nadja, Nadia. I don't know. Two small bodies. Never heard of it. The Ballad of Little Joe. I don't know. Andrew, this is a very strange. Uh, what, what is it happening? Are you using like a selfie stick right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, my laptop keeps sliding off my lap. No, oh. oh, that's a shame. Laptop keeps sliding off my lap. <laughs> there is a picture of her on, like, one of her picture on IMDb. 
she's in a bikini in a movie called The Rock the Rocket Gibraltar, nineteen eighty eight. Um she has long hair and weird. Anyway, um yeah, I don't know. There were some other people though that I was like, Oh yeah. <coughs> um like I forgot that uh blanket. Uh he's uh he's in Castle. He was in Castle for a, uh, for several seasons. Um and some other guys are like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy before. Obviously, um, Forrest Whitaker is in this. Yep. Um, and he annoyed me until the end. Yeah. Even his kind of quote-unquote redemption moment, I still wanted to just slap him. Yeah. I just, I, did, there was, I never liked him at all. Okay, and there is a scene in this movie that, that I just completely rolled my eyes. Okay. When he was running up the stairs mm-hmm. and then turned around and went back down the stairs and Tommy Lee was up there. Uh, videotaping. Mm-hmm. How did he not see the creepy guy videotaping him? Yeah, right? that's a, it's a little strange videography there. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, I'm exercising here. Uh, creepy, you know, any? Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, well, I'm never wrong. You usually are. Uh, the girl, the daughter. Uh, she was in Richie Rich. Uh, <laughs> she's my age. She was in um, a couple episodes of Law and Order. She was on JAG for an episode. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm just going through the cast, just looking at anybody else. <coughs> Gracious. Sorry. Hit that mute button. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so oh yeah, he was in Glory. I love that movie. That's a good movie. Um, anyway, so the last few things I want to say is that um, I I don't know who. Oh, I did. Okay, <laughs> this is one of my notes. Um, who who did a fake fake accent better, Hans Gruber or Ryan Garrity? <laughs> Hans Gruber was better as it. So when yeah. so Alan Rickman is playing a fake German, right? So he's got to use a German yeah. accent and then switch to an American accent as Bill Clay. And then Tommy Lee Jones with his fake Irish accent has having to do then a fake Boston Ugh. American accent with his whole bit with the crabs and whatnot. You um, <laughs> did it better. Yeah, It's I, so weird. It is weird. Sean Connery did it better in The Highlander. Oh, Highlander as the freaking Spaniard was <laughs> so dumb. Uh, he, he had to pretend to be Russian as a Spaniard, and I think he pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's how he got his wife. Pretend to be Scottish. Sorry, not Russian. Um, I did. Uh, I f- totally forgot that Cuba Gooding Jr. was in this movie. Show me the money. Guard. Um. Ed, Ed, I know him. Oh. I didn't realize that the uh, girl in this movie is married to James Cameron. The girl. The lady, the wife, the girlfriend. Really? What, really? Maybe yeah. that's why I know her. Really? Uh, wait, what? Yeah, she's... Oh, she's, my gosh. Yeah, she's... Present, she's married to James Cameron. How about that? That's why she doesn't work. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. She's got three kids with him. 
June 4th, oh. 2000 to present. Before that, she was married to Sam Robards. Um, and they had one kid together. And Sam Robards is known. Uh, he's actually an actor, too. He's in some stuff. He's an actor. He's still acting. Oh, well, good for him. Um, he's done some stuff. Anyway, um, I think, are we, are we ready for Clippy Clips? No, uh, yeah, uh, tropes, I did write, villain is omniscient. Like, <laughs> like, not only does he know that it's Liam's birthday and who he married and where she'd be at the flea market. And the beach. And the beach. Um. When you're trying to run to help, people are actively blocking you. I mean, it wasn't just like people were in the way. It was almost like they were putting their hands on him to stop him. Let's see. Boss dismisses. I misspelled dismisses. Uh, best cop because his theory doesn't make sense. Um, that that always, I hate that, I hate that trope. I just, if my best cop comes up to me and says, this is what I think, I'm going to go, okay, let's, let's run with it. What's the worst that can happen? Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you're wrong. All right, then whatever. Let's move on. But anyway, I just, maybe that's easy for me to say sitting here in my comfy chair. Um, I didn't, I don't even know who you are trope. That whole when she, when he tells her who oh, she is, yeah. I don't even know who you are anymore. Well, I mean, honestly, he is Liam, but he's not. No. And then he's American and he's not. I, I'd be a little confused. I'd be confused, but like, you still fell in love with the guy. So why do you like? Why does it matter what he was before when you met him? You know, <laughs> like, like for all you know, Sam, your your wife used to torture squirrels when she was in high school, but you don't care because you still love your wife. Because when you met her, she didn't. Or, yeah, or she she moved on to bigger and better animals. Or she just hit it better. I don't know. Um, I, you may have mentioned this. I, I may have been busy catching my computer or or moving my microphone for the twelfth time. But sure. um, did we mention that Lloyd Bridges, his no. Jeff Bridges' father, this as well? No, he plays his uncle. Um, no, yeah, he's in this, and I like him in this, and he reminds me of a, uh, an Irish Popeye. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Only he drinks you know, Lloyd, Guinness to uh, to get stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lloyd Bridges is somebody that I never saw in a serious role until this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, the, the only thing I ever saw him in were the Hot Shots movies and the the uh, airplane movies and yep. things like that. So it was a different uh, role, different chance to see him in something. Serious. Yeah, definitely. And uh, boy, he has done a bunch of stuff. Or is he still? No, yeah, he died a while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, he died four yeah. years after making this movie. He blew up, dude. I'm really confused. He died in '98, but he has an acting credit in 2000. I guess they had already filmed it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, no, he was great. Again, he just reminded me of of Popeye because he would. <laughs> He talked under his breath a lot, uh, kind of like how Popeye would. It just kind of made me laugh. <laughs> he didn't do that, but yeah. Uh, he was in a TV show called Sea Hunt. 
All right. Right on. His favorite song is I Fall to Pieces. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm going to read. Uh, I mean, not going to read. I'm going to play some uh, some clippy clips. What do you think? That sounds like a good idea. Of course it does. Let's Here do we it. Go. Uh, I chuckled at this. Got to get between your legs, Nancy. There you go. And then I'm going to use this power saw to cut open a desk and hopefully not deactivate or activate the bomb. Uh, here's uh, Mr. Popeye himself. A dip, did you? Not with no bubbles. Uh, screw it. Screw the damn bubbles. All I need anyhow is just some hot water to soak my weary bones. <laughs> I love the bubbles. The, the bubbles. Uh, screw the bubbles. Screw the bubbles. Um, this scene made me angry. And it made both of you angry, too, for two different reasons. For, for different reasons. Well, not this scene, but this. This is the thing that drives us all crazy. We're all three of us music people. And whenever we see music in movies, like, like an oh, orchestra, yeah. and the conductor is doing a piss-poor job of conducting, and it's cause, mm. because the music is off, it drives us crazy. Well, then you have this guy who pissed me off for a different reason. A dip, did you? Nope. Not with no bubbles. Not that one. This one. <laughs> we don't want to let down our founding fathers, do we? No. Do we? No. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I, that's not the, uh, here's the Russell clip, sorry. Are there going to be fireworks popping out in the skies? I want to hear them popping out of you. Okay. So, first of all, that's bad advice to give to a, an orchestra. Second of all, um... Sam, you want to you wanna play history with me a little bit? Sure. All right. The Founding Fathers. Who are considered the Founding Fathers? Who? Yeah, like what was their job, right? Like the, like... their job was to found the country. Okay, so people that were, you know, like your, your Thomas Jeffersons, your, your George Washingtons, your, your, your guys like that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, in the 1770s, Benjamin Franklin, right? Yeah, so yeah, what, of course. What, what piece of music were they playing? Wait, are you saying that that they had nothing to do with the War of eighteen twelve? Yeah, no, they had <laughs> nothing to do with the War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> so, amen, amen. I didn't realize that until you just mentioned it, oh, which makes me feel really bad. Oh, I freaking face palmed. I'm like, wait, did he just say the founding fathers? You, the average oh. American probably can tell you if I said founding fathers, they could probably say George Washington, maybe Benjamin Franklin. Uh, maybe, maybe John Adams if they like the beer, um, but like no one could tell me who the freaking president was during the 1812. And the only reason why we play the 1812 the, the, the overture is because it's kind of cool, but it has nothing to do with us. No, the the only reason uh, why is because of the the cannons, right? Nothing to do with America. Nothing. Yes. We were involved in part of the War of 1812, our part, when England reinvaded us because they were already at war with France and they were like, no, okay, might as well invade America for some damn reason. And they, <laughs> and they burned Washington, D.C. to the ground. But, like, it, it, I'm okay with the piece of music. Don't get me wrong. It's cool and it sounds great, but it has nothing to do with America. And the fact that... that 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 actor was told by some writer to say the founding fathers would be disappointed. It's like, shut up. <laughs> I know in 94 we didn't have Google, but supposedly we were smarter back then with history. I guess not. Yeah. 
I mean, just looking at the name of the composer for that piece, you know that it's not... It's not an American piece. American piece. Yeah. yeah. So, not to mention... Fact, my, my wind ensemble is actually playing that right now for our uh, oh, contest performance. My biggest thing with that was um, the practice scene where she holds... She keeps going. And I'm thinking to myself... I don't think I've ever been in a, an ensemble where somebody is so preoccupied that everybody stops and then they continue going for like two seconds with a moving line like that. Yeah. Oh, it happens on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a high school band, I'm sure it does. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. All right. So moving on. Um, uh, here's uh, another clippy clip. Oh, here's some really bad Tommy Lee Jones. Look what you've done. Ah, you got me all wrong. I'm not a destroyer. I'm a creator. You're not a creator. You're a sick freak, is what you are. I've come here to create a new country for you called chaos and a new government called anarchy. All for you. I can't believe I ever bought your shit. Civilians die in war, Liam. You disobeyed orders. You betrayed the cause. Hmm. Betrayed the cause. See, I think in that circumstance, I buy him as the bad guy because he's not being the crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you see the serious side of him, and that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's not where he's so. not taking that little toy hammer and hitting it on the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that part annoyed me. Uh, I I had to clip it. You know I did. Kill my dog. <laughs> I now have three different clips about people. I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. I mean, I just... If you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll get really mad. How random is it that I have three clips about people killing dogs? It's just kill my dog. Um, they said the name of the movie in the movie. Is that why you joined Disposal? Everybody loves a hero. And I'm a hero, so... There it is. Yeah, you know what happens to heroes in this outfit? They get blown away. Blown away. Uh. Uh. Anyway. Alright, and uh, the last one. Can't this piece of shit go any faster? Faster. I don't know why that part always... Just, why does he whisper faster? I just thought that was weird. <laughs> Can't this piece of shit go any faster? Faster. Faster. <laughs> that's, what, that's what my wife said when she was, you know, about to give birth to our son, and she's like, go faster, and I just went, faster. <laughs> and she slapped me for wondering why I'm whispering. Right. Way off topic. Now for and some more to bad news. Ready? Sorry, Andrew. I totally jumped on your line. What you it's okay. Way off topic and nothing to do with this movie. My wife showed me today this video of this lady giving birth in the car on their way to the hospital, mm-hmm. and the husband, the husband doesn't even stop. He just keeps driving, and uh, she she goes, "Oh my God, the baby's coming out," and he just. <laughs> She pulls her pants down and pulls the baby out. And and he was like, do you want me to stop or just go on to the hospital? <laughs> wow. 
That's some woman. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, Sorry, I don't know no, what made me yeah, think of that, but no, uh, fine. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So trivia time. Uh, I already played the clip. I'm not going to play it again. Uh, Jeff Bridges turned down the lead role in Speed to do this film that was also about a mad bomber released the same year. For some reason, Speed feels newer than this movie. Like yeah. It, like it doesn't yeah. feel as old. It's not as... It, yeah, it doesn't age like this one. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it's brighter, because it's L.A. and not Boston, um, because there's no... The movie doesn't really rely on any kind of technology. I mean, it's just technology we still have, you know, guns and bombs yeah. and buses, you know, so... Um, <clears throat> Okay, I love it when you have movies that will uh, the trivia will tell you, you know, who was else was considered for the role of a movie, and and sometimes when I read the list and I go, oh, that kind of makes sense, and then sometimes I have to play this thing here. That is one big pile of shit. So, are you ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Chuck Norris, Kurt Russell, Michael Beenan, Richard Gere, Bruce Campbell, Alec Baldwin, Viggo Mortensen, Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford, Mickey Rourke, Christopher Lambert, Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Patrick Swayze, Michael Douglas, Richard Dreyfus, Tom Selleck, Kevin Bacon, Bruce Willis, Michael Keaton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Sylvester Stallone were considered to play Jimmy Dove. Good Lord. I guess now, they could figure... Now, I'm okay with most of those guys, but, but how in the yeah? How in the good hell are you going to convince me that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the IRA? <laughs> like, I, I can't even imagine the the accent. It would just he because he can't do an accent. It would just be his accent, <laughs> and they would have to explain. Yeah, I'm from Ireland, right? They would just explain it. Like, why are you an IRA bomber? Well, I I was. I was born in Ireland, but grew up in Austria, and then went back to Ireland to free my brothers. I mean, like you'd have to say that that line, but that's for a small stint. I was the governor of California. And in '94, <laughs> did we care who Viggo Mortensen was? No, like it's, some of these don't make any sense. Um, now Bruce Campbell, I would have been all over Bruce Campbell. Could you imagine a Bruce Campbell as a bomb disposal guy? He would have been great. He decides <laughs> a bomb and says, "Groovy." He <laughs> would have been great. But there's some of those I can't see, and I can actually see Michael Keaton playing the bad guy role. Yeah, you know? Michael Keaton's a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yep. he's great. All right. Anyway, that's it. Uh, it's time for uh, this. Excuse me while I whip this out. We decided to do Tommy Lee Jones movies or roles, and I start as tradition dictates with Andrew. All right. Uh, number three, a movie. Well, actually, I like a lot of his movies, but uh, if I have to pick three, three that I've seen the most and kind of have a little bit of um, what's the word nostalgic for nostalgic reasons um, I watched Volcano <laughs> nice with my oh family. man I, hear, I thought I, I was going to be unique oh. and uh, it just 
I know it's not a great movie, but uh, I, for some reason, I like it. And then uh, number two would have to be Men in Black. Okay. The original. Uh, again, something that I went to the theater with my family to see when I was in high school, whenever that came out. High school, I guess. Middle school. And then finally, number one, U.S. Marshals. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not the original or the first one. Yeah. No. No, I like the I like the U.S. Marshals better. Okay. Yeah, it's got huh. your, uh, your young Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Sam. I'm, I I thought we were going to be exactly the same, but uh, pretty close. Volcano. I just, I still remember the guy jumping off the sub, subway train and like melting in the yeah. lava as trying to throw the person to other people. Mm-hmm. The uh, the whole idea of what lava is and can do is so messed up in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely just kind of one of those old. You mean you can just put a bunch of K rails in a semicircle, park your truck up against it, and stop a liquid? Oh yeah, liquid rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, of course. You didn't know that? No, I didn't actually. That's how they stopped the uh, the great volcanic eruption of Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. 84. Yeah. Yet they can't keep the parking lot of the mall from flooding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's not K-Rails blocking it in with a bunch of fire trucks pushing behind it. <laughs> anyway, so um, my number, the Men in Black, of course, is number two. And then I've got uh, the original, uh, uh, the one-armed man did it. Um, yeah. Uh, what is it, Fugitive? I don't care. Uh, yeah, the, wasn't that ad-libbed or something? Yep. Didn't he just, yeah, which is perfect. Perfect. How about you? Um, yes. So I'm actually kind of in line with you all. Um, my, my number one, I actually did the fugitive slash us marshals because I just, oh, wow. I just kind of, I like them both. Uh, and I like his role in both, uh, men in black is my number two. And then only because I like his role in it. I like him in captain America. <laughs> um, it's not my favorite of the Avengers movies. It's not my favorite of Phase One of the MCU, but I like his role in it. He's just got a bunch of great one-liners. You know, he throws the grenade. He says, <laughs> "Wars aren't won with you know, wars aren't won with just just with men. They're won on heart." And then the kid dives on the grenade, and then uh, he looks up, gives him a look, and he goes, "He's still skinny," and he just walks off. I mean, there's a bunch of those great lines, you know. And, <laughs> She kisses him, and then he looks at her, and he looks. He, she kisses Captain America, and then he looks at Tommy and he goes, I ain't kissing you. So, I mean, <laughs> he's the best part of that movie, and you can fight me on that later. All right, here we go. Uh, Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where you guys, you two, give me a score of one or ten or some combination in between of this movie and what you thought of it. Blown away. Well, it has not aged well. And um, I did enjoy it for the most part, but there were a few things that bothered me, uh, like the just the whole thought process between about uh, taking a saw to a bomb yeah. and <laughs> ripping a duck apart without really considering what could happen to you, and uh, and then Tommy Lee Jones did bother me a little bit in this, so it's not a perfect movie. But I did like it, um, so it's going to be in the 
maybe let's say high five range here. Let's go 5.6. All right. Samwise? Uh, Andrew pretty much hit it on the head with uh, with what I was going to do. Actually, I was going to do 5.6, so I'm going to do 5.66 okay. out of 10. It was just it just it hasn't aged well, and the only thing I enjoy really in this movie is watching old Lord Bridges uh, being curmudgeoned Irish guy. Yeah. So he he was he was the heart of this movie. That's why when you think of this movie, I always think of him in that little bomb outfit that he gets put in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a little higher for nostalgia of the movie um, and for the big blowing up scene at the end. And um, I'm going to give it a, uh, a 6.56. Um, <coughs> I don't know. Uh, 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 nail uh, cannons to the thigh. Ooh. Yeah. And knowing that had to hurt. Oh, oh yeah. good God. And then he pulls one out and stabs him in the face with it. That was pretty cool. All right. Fish. That right in the face. So that's it. That's our movie. And that was a lot of fun to do with you gentlemen. Yeah. And so uh, next week we are doing a very special Thing. At least I hope we are. We are going to do Perhaps. Juno. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, wait, I just did something wrong. <laughs> Crap. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm, we'll I'm, fix post. I, I'm updating the, the calendar of things and it, I screwed it up. So next week we are doing Juno and I am pretty confident that our requester who requested this movie two and a half years ago. Uh, I felt bad for her, so I've invited her on the show. Uh, yes, I am waiving the $25 uh, get-on-the-show <laughs> fee um, because I, I feel bad. So uh, we're next week, we're doing Juno, and for 2019, we've got some pretty interesting things lined up. Uh, Netflix just put a whole bunch of new stuff on. Um, Sam and I talked um, yesterday, and we are definitely going to be doing Bird Box because... Yes. It's kind of what people are talking about right now and just seems like a uh, something that we should just do. So we're going to. Um, and uh, so anyway, why did I disappear? I don't know. Um, and we've got some other stuff coming up. So I'm looking forward to 2019. Please, if you have a request and you want us to do it, um, I promise we'll get it in earlier than two and a half years. And of course, unless, unless it's not streaming, which is what the problem was with Juno. It's, it's never streaming. And it technically still isn't. Um, uh, we just we got copies of the movie that we're just going to watch. So anyway, um, with all that having been said, um, I'm going to hit the outro here. And while it plays music out, I'll uh, say that uh, it's, been, it's been a great five years. And I'm looking forward to at least one more. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, one more episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least we're gonna at least get to two thirty-five. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, check us out on our uh, Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/cheapseatreviews. You can go to our website. We have it back. Just Sam hasn't updated it yet because he's busy and, and slowly dying. 
Yes, um, I'm dying. But it is back up, CheapSuitReviews.com, so you can check out old episodes um, if you want to. You can, Please leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, um, not Stitcher, we don't care about them. But like, especially iTunes, because that's how the majority of people find our show is through iTunes. If you're listening to me right now, I know you're probably listening either on your phone. Unless you're driving, just click on the, the thing and, and leave us a quick review. Even if you just do the stars and don't want to physically type words, that's fine. Just um, more people that review the show, more than that's how other people can find us. And maybe we can actually get to 21,000 downloads before the year's end. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Um, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast, and your emails can go to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Juno.